This is WSFI Spotlight, a conversation with Catholics living in the light. Well, hello and welcome to this episode of WSFI Spotlight. I'm your host, Angela Tomlinson, and it's my pleasure to have in our studio a group that you may remember from about a month ago. Today we have Richard Souza, who is the Director of Music and Youth Ministry for St. Anne Catholic Parish in Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. They're clapping. He is a worship <laughs> leader, a marathoner, and a recording artist with the band Yole. And he's also founder of 1010 Adventures LLC, which hosts the Via Dolorosa Trail Marathon at Holy Hill in Hubertus, Wisconsin, during Palm Sunday weekend. He's also a husband and father of two beautiful teenage daughters. And one of them's here in the studio today. With him is Mary Maury, his colleague. She's the Director of Religious Education for St. Anne Catholic Parish in Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. She was a teacher of theology for several years at St. Joe's Catholic Academy. She has ventured into the wonderful world of Catholic speaking, hosting the Live Virtue Conference in 2018, and speaking for youth groups. She's a newlywed. Madeline Sosa is 18 years old, and she's currently a freshman attending the University of Wisconsin in Milwaukee, majoring in elementary education. She has attended over 10 mission trips to New York, Chicago, and Pittsburgh, to name a few. She was a catechist for St. Anne prior to leaving to college, and she's also Rich's daughter. She's one of the beautiful girls, right? That's one of them. The beautiful daughters is here. We're going to clap for that. There's a big (laughs) round of applause here. Then, last but certainly not least, is Karina Barr. She's 19 years old, and she's currently attending Gateway Technical College for Software Development. She's a member of St. John the Baptist in Paris, Wisconsin, where she is part of the church choir. She is also a core team leader for St. Anne's High School Life Night program and will be going to the New York City mission trip this summer. So this is an awesome group. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us, yeah, Angela. And congratulations. You have an exciting event that you would like to talk about. So, Mary, tell us a little bit about the event that's coming up. Absolutely. So our event is titled Behold Family Night of Prayer. And this is an event that we put on quarterly at St. Anne's. And this version is going to be offered on March 23rd. Please come for 515 Mass. After Mass, we have a complimentary Mexican dinner. So eat with us, break bread with us, and a lovely talk by Karina's mom, actually, on the Shroud of Turin to kind of kick us off during dinner. And then after dinner, we'll move into the sanctuary where we'll, we'll have Eucharistic adoration and praise and worship, as well as several, several families leading us in the Divine Mercy Chaplet as well and taking turns leading us in the Divine Mercy Chaplet. So it's going to be a very prayerful event. And reconciliation will be offered as well. So uh, if you, it's been a while since you've been to reconciliation or you haven't um, received the sacrament during this Lenten period yet, definitely consider receiving the sacrament that evening. So that'll be offered as well. So it's going to be um, a Lenten a Lenten family night of prayer. And like I said, we do this quarterly. So our next one will be during um, ordinary time again. So tell us a little bit about when, how did this start? Uh, We kind of resurrected it. Behold used to be an event that was put on by St. Anne's, very similar Eucharistic adoration, praise and worship, a speaker. Probably about eight years now we've been doing it. I was looking for something to engage our families um, and get the families to pray together and something that's not directly formational, but offers the space for families to come and pray outside of ordinary Sunday Mass. 
and Rich and I began talking. So we used to do this thing called Behold, and then we kind of resurrected it and transformed it a little bit. And we always, or I like to say that it's not just for young families. It's not just for parents with older children or children who have left to go away to school or who are grown adults themselves. If I said, if you belong to St. Anne Catholic Church or you belong to the Catholic Church, you are part of a family, so you're welcome. You know, whether you're single or, you know, you're 18, 19, it doesn't matter, or you're 93. And really, you know, when we, when Mary and I were discussing the possibility of, of bringing this back and sort of tweaking it a little bit to call it family night of prayer mm-hmm. it was because there is there's definitely a need and a desire to see families praying together to see families together that's god's will right to see families stay together to pray together to be formed what's today the 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 feast of saint joseph. joseph so we have uh, a perfect example of a man who definitely led his family into holiness and and even though we don't hear a word uh, spoken of of saint joseph in the bible he is quite an example of how to mm-hmm. be a father how to be a spiritual leader and and so that's kind of where it went is it was like let's let's create something with the word family in it to encourage people to come together break bread pray worship receive sacrament of mm-hmm. reconciliation and and just go go deeper mm-hmm. and encourage the fathers and mothers and 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 children to to go together to this thing so and i love the fact that you brought madeline here well, yeah, so do I. She's on spring break, and uh, well, Madeline and I go way back since uh, what your birth. <laughs> <laughs> she came to your attention at a very early age. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I mean, my my daughter Madeline is beautiful, and but most importantly, I mean, we've shared so much, and we were talking about this um, earlier today, just about all the different experiences that we've had uh, as a family regarding prayer regarding mission experiences just the ways in which we've been able to grow together as i'm her i'm her earthly father and she's my earthly daughter but as spiritual brothers and sisters we're growing together really and i mean there's so many instances in where she's showing me about faith and sometimes once in a while i'll show her about faith so it, it is uh, i thought that she would have uh, something to share as well as karina who you know we've we've gone on uh, steubenville conferences with with karina and madeline and karina go back a few years as well even though they don't they didn't attend the same school just to talk about you know that transition from from being uh, a minor a child and then taking their faith on mm-hmm. to to a new level into college and uh, in adulthood Madeline, what do you have to say about all this? Well, definitely about, I don't know if I teach him as much as he teaches me. Aww. I was raised pretty good. (laughs) 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 Yeah, definitely before going into college, I was kind of scared, like, losing my faith. But I I wasn't totally scared because I kind of knew, like, exactly what I wanted and, like... Why, Why were you concerned that you'd lose your faith if you went to college? I don't know. I guess it's just kind of like, oh, when will I have time to go to Mass? What if I have, like, homework or... I've never had, like, a problem where I was too busy or something would come in the way. Do you have friends in college that are also Catholics or are you pretty much solo? For the first part, I pretty much just went by myself because it wasn't that far. But um, after going for a while, two of my roommates actually grew up Catholic, but they just kind of faded away a little bit. And what do they think of you going to Mass and being so faithful? Kind of brought them along for uh, Ash Wednesday. Well, for Ash Wednesday, because... And we all went, because... And it was really nice, like, 
they started going to church with me and wow that is so beautiful <laughs> usually it goes the other way sometimes oh you know? no madeline is uh i always tell people madeline is just, just like this undercover evangelist she's just like she's got this like bubbly personality that's just like really chill personality she's a ninja and ninjas. um and she's she just has this way about her she's like hey um yeah i'm going to church you want to go and then or stupidville conferences or different things mission trips she's she's brought a lot of people along with her to experience christ in that way so it's a it's a beautiful way i don't even know if she realizes she's doing it um but uh, was it last week we were talking and you had mentioned that you and your roommates were uh went to koryezu for ash wednesday mass oh yeah yeah no, we went so to, beautiful. Like, adoration and it proud of her and i remember one of the uh first weekends she was away at college she says uh, she calls me and it's i believe it's a sunday night we're talking and she goes uh, i think you'd be kind of proud of me dad I, I i said why she goes well i went to i went to church and then on my way back taking the bus i was sitting in the sitting at the bus stop in the pouring rain but i wanted <laughs> to do that to make sure that i got to church and and so i just i'm just picturing her out there in the middle of this big city she's new to the city but she had to get to mass so she she didn't care she didn't grab an umbrella she the weather wasn't that great <laughs> and she finds herself in a rainstorm <laughs> all wet and drenched but she's gonna sit there just to go to mass and well i bet all the angels all the saints they were all probably smiling at you madeline <laughs> saying you go get him madeline you go get him because <laughs> you're earning all those graces for yourself and your <laughs> family and your witness now karina we're gonna get to you hi so you're 19 as well she's 18 yep what do you think of this whole event oh i think i think it's i think it's a good idea definitely families need to be praying together and and i think this will be a good good way to start to get them to do that also glad my mom uh gets to do a talk on the shadow turn she just loves the shadow turn so much tell us a little bit about that how did your mom get involved in that in the shroud of turin and maybe explain to the audience if they don't know what the shroud is right explain what it is the shroud of turin uh is uh the burial shroud of uh jesus uh, she used to work at a school, and the principal for Lent, he would give a presentation on the Shroud of Turin for the kids during for Lent because you know it shows a lot about how Jesus suffered through the Passion, and I kind of started getting my getting my mom going, and uh, she just did like she just got so into like just researching it, and she's just like this is so amazing, and actually you know it, it, her research in the Shroud of Turin actually I I had a it actually kind of helped me too. It was like during the time when I was like in middle school and high school, and you know, I was I was kind of struggling with my faith, you know, as most young people are, you know, especially you know, like, you know, is is God real? Like, I, there's no really like evidence for Him being real. How do I know that God is different from like all the other like, you know, c- Catholicism is different from all the you know other religions? Like, how do I know that this one is you know right? And um. And uh, we were watching something on the Shroud of Turin, and you know, y- you know, you always say like you believe in God, but then like there's just time when like you know it just hits you in the face, you know. Mm. And uh, yeah, I, 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 uh, I, uh, you know, I, I, I broke down, just like, like you know, he's real, you know, it's it's real, you know, it's not like something, you know, you. You know, it's and it was a, uh, it was a uh, really a, uh, really profound you know moment for me, um, learning about um, stuff like that. 
it changes everything, doesn't it? If you really, really know yeah. that there's a God, if you really, really know that Jesus really lived, really died, and really came back, and you have scientific evidence in front of you, that that all happened. What amazes me, though, is I don't know if you've ever watched any of those public television stories about the Shroud, and it's almost like you're trying to disprove the Shroud. Mary's nodding. Mary, what would oh, you yeah. say to that? I mean, I, it's been a couple of years. I think it was about two years ago on Easter Sunday I was watching a special on the Shroud. And it, it, they do go about it in that way. Like, they're trying to disprove. Uh, we got to find some Shroud, no pun intended, of evidence, right. or shred of evidence, that, like, this, is, this isn't real. This can't possibly be real. And, and they're constantly disproven. And, and you know, we had this guy, his name's Russ Brealt, who was on last year with the Shroud of Turin. And he spent his whole life researching it. And he was explaining, you know, they had said that they what they had taken was a sample out of the cloth that had been picked up and put down and patched in around the edges. But he was explaining that that image of Christ, they still can't figure out how to do it. They still, because mm-hmm. if you painted it, it would have gone through the layers of the shroud. But no, in this case, it just, it's only on the top. It's on the very top layer. It's miraculous. It's, it's miraculous. miraculous. Just like Our Lady of Guadalupe. I yeah. mean, that's miraculous, and there's no explanation. And they're doing more studies on, you know, Our Lady of Guadalupe and how did this image come about, and there, nobody can disprove that it's a miraculous image. My and mom always has us watch videos on Our Lady of Guadalupe every day, every year on the on the thing. Uh, she's Is there a video on Our Lady of Guadalupe and the Miracle? Is that a documentary? Is it a documentary? Uh, no, she just no, she just has us watch uh, like videos like off of forums or off of YouTube about Our Lady of Guadalupe every year on the feast date. That's beautiful. Because I think in that one, is correct me if I'm wrong. I think the eye of Juan Diego when they blew it up now with technology is the perfect image. The reflection in his eyeball is the perfect image of the Blessed Mother. Mm-hmm. So he was looking wow, at her, know like, you know mm-hmm. when you look at something and your eyes reflecting? Mm-hmm. Now with science, when they blew that up, they could yeah. actually see her image in his pupil. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. And that's the part of the Catholic Church, I think, that I wish uh, was emphasized more. Because you mentioned you're a computer programmer. You're studying computer programming. Yeah. So, like, for the there's a lot of, um, you know, people who like science or programming they need empirical evidence i would say mary's nodding is that true you need it's a group of people they real engineers they need it they definitely need empirical evidence and and i think it's just like well our science is so limited it's just it's just what we know we have to acknowledge that there's something there's things that we don't know mm-hmm. and then that's okay there's a beautiful eucharistic miracle story of um uh, he was a forensic type scientist who could determine how someone died by looking at their blood cells. So they took um, part of a consecrated host that had bled and they took a blood sample and they sent it to this doctor and he said, well, I don't understand that this person is, you said they're dead, but these cells are living. Mm-hmm. This blood is, this person's alive, but I also can tell that they've been tortured and exactly how and they, and they had a, a brutal death. He's like, explain to me where this blood is from because they didn't tell him. And he was an atheist. And uh, and then uh, they said, well, this is from a, a consecrated host from a Catholic mass. Floored. Completely. I mean, his life just, just turned around. And he became Catholic. And, and, and the interesting thing about that miracle was when he said what that was, it was it's human flesh, right? Yep. And then what part of flesh was it? It was a human heart. It was a human heart. Mm-hmm. And not only was it the human heart, it was the part the s- of the center. heart that pumps the blood. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And it was the center of the heart. So the Eucharist, what you're doing is you're doing this Eucharistic night of prayer. Mm-hmm. It's actually the physical heart mm-hmm. of Jesus mm-hmm. and the part of the heart that generates the heartbeat. Yeah. It's yeah. so beyond. It's beautiful. And you know, the thing that blows me away is with science versus the Catholic faith. It shouldn't say versus, but it sometimes it comes down to that. How did they disprove any of this? I mean, mm-hmm. here we have these miracles. We have these things right in front of us. The sh- like you said, your mom's in the Shroud of Turin. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Garabandal, no, Garabandal, um, Guadalupe, mm-hmm. the Shroud of Cl- the Lanciano miracle, mm-hmm. this host. Mm-hmm. How, you know, I almost wish we could say, okay, science, tell us what this really is then. If this isn't what we say it is, if this isn't what all of science says it is, then then what exactly is it? Right, and that would uh, mean us, and I mean us as humans admitting that we're limited, and we don't like doing that because <laughs> of our pride. Like we're limited, we have a, we have limited senses, and, and we don't like doing that because we think we're so advanced and we have all these things at our fingertips, but we're so limited. We do not understand the vastness of God. There's so this, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, you got it. I was just gonna say, like, there's this. Uh, humanness that we all have that um even even with proof right even with <laughs> even proof, with proof right in front of our eyes right in proof like the the apostles walked with jesus they saw the holes and um and he came back and he, he was resurrected and and in you know he he died he was resurrected he came back he spent many days with him and then he left and and all, and all this and and still like um they walked with him for three years and i'm sure they still had lapses in their faith even after that you know i mean look at peter you know Mm -hmm. and and this is what happens to us too right and um and i think you know it's just personal uh what you know opinion is that you know god is so merciful on us he continually shows himself to us in so many different ways and he you know rich you need a kick in the butt uh, rich you're 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 kind of uh you, you're you're falling apart you know i love you mijo so i'm going to give you another uh, an opportunity to to know me to feel me to see me and and madeline and i were talking about this earlier uh today like what are we going to talk about and, and it was so funny you're talking about miracles back when um uh madeline was younger and my other daughter uh, carmen is two years younger than madeline it was a it was about 10 years ago so they were they were like uh five and seven or somewhere around there we had a dog and it was a beautiful dog i i had the dog before i was married before we had our children and and um anyway um she was getting old she was getting up there in age and and uh what had happened was um she was just there lying limp in the living room and didn't know what was going on what was wrong with her so i took her to the vet and I took her to the vet right away, and the vet said, "Yeah, she's she's dying. She has I can't even remember what they said, but she's it's she's time. It's it time. It was like a heart. Failure. It was like congestive heart failure, I Aww. believe. But she was done. I mean, she had no she she had no affect. She no expression. She stopped drinking and she stopped eating. I literally had to carry this limp dog to the vet, Aww. and um, and I took her." And I was in. Uh, I was hoping that the vet could give her something to help her. So she says, "There's nothing I can do." So I, I have my family at home. So I've said, "I can't. I can't do this now." 
I, I went and returned home with our dog so that everybody could say goodbye. Oh. All my brothers and sisters and my mom and dad and aunts and uncles came over that night and we prayed the rosary and, and Jackie, um, we just put Jackie on the couch and lied with us, right? And, and uh, you know, and everybody was saying goodbye to Jackie. She uh, had been around for a long time. And, um, and I told the kids, I said, uh, say goodbye tonight, say goodbye tomorrow because tomorrow morning I'm going to have to take her. Oh. So, so the next morning... It was just excruciating. I'm like, guys, I gotta, I gotta take Jackie now, and and my my girls, uh, Carmen and Madeline, started crying, and they were like, no, and um, they were like, no, please, no, and they, I re- we have an altar with uh with sacramentals like holy water and holy oil, and so they, gra- I remember, <laughs> they they grabbed the holy oil, and they grabbed the water, and Carmen is 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 taking the holy oil and making signs of the cross on the paws, and uh, anywhere she could make the sign of the cross on the dog and Madeline is dousing Jackie with all the holy water <laughs> just putting it on her and, and 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 then they're just praying and I remember Madeline just praying this prayer just like Lord just if you have to take her go ahead that's if that's your will but please if if if, if you can just make her better you know just keep let her stay with us and and just heal her and and they were on their knees just praying these prayers from their heart whatever just what they felt humbly asking God to heal this dog and and after they were done I said come on girls I gotta go I gotta take her and I remember Madeline stands up and she says you can't take her now I said why not she goes if you take her now that's like saying you don't believe in the prayers that we just prayed wow and she was seven Madeline, do you remember uh, this? I remember like crying and stuff. Oh. I remember I was praying. I remember like she was pretty sassy, but it was yeah. like a beautiful holy sassiness. And yeah. it was like, and, hate, and, it was, and I was like, I was like, stop! Like I, I'm like, okay, you have a point. I remember being mad at you for wanting to take her. Like, <laughs> yeah, and so, so then I'm like, all right, we'll let her be, but on Monday. We'll take her. What day was this? This was Saturday. Okay. So on uh, on Monday, she's still in the same spot. She's not drinking. We're just sort of like putting water on her tongue so she doesn't dehydrate completely. And we all take off. We had one car at the time. So we all, my wife goes to work. We drop the kids off at school. She drops, I, dro- I go to work. Then I pick up the wife and we pick up the kids. And we all come back to the door. And now I know, you know, when we get to the door, we're going to have to open the door. I'm going to grab the dog, and I'm going to have to take her to the vet. And and as soon as I, I got my keys and I get, I'm get, i opening the door, and all of a sudden this, bam, whack on the door. This dog jumps on the door right wow. when we get there, and it's barking and jumping and barking. And she's got this big smile on her face. And, like, she hasn't acted like that in, like, six years. Mm-hmm. And she, her tail's wagging and everything. It, it was a miracle. Wow. How do you explain that? And the, the only way I, I can ex- explain it is that God says, I love you. I love all of you. And this is a beautiful creature of mine. And you love him, her. You love her. And I'm going to show you my glory through healing this dog because I want to have I want to give you faith that you're lacking right now you know I want you to be able to see how good how good I am you know 
and um what you know, an amazing story it, it was amazing and she lived another six seven months and then you know obviously you know she got sick again but it was just be we were able to re reconcile renew and, and renew our relationship with her and have spent some more time but i mean the same thing happens with lazarus right i mean i mean lazarus didn't live forever on earth he eventually you know died again right mm -hmm. and and um but he brought him back life because he loved the people around him and and it was uh, it not only the gift of their brother back to life but the gift of faith right mm -hmm. well i'm just amazed at um ladies and gentlemen if you're just tuning in first of all uh there's a great event it's called behold it's a family night of prayer saturday night this coming saturday march 23rd it begins with mass at 5 15 Okay, there's a Mexican supper. Who's making the Mexican food? Uh-oh. Yeah, that would I be me. <laughs> that would be me. I'm so excited. What are I, we all eating, Rich? Oh, I love cooking. You know, I was asking or talking to Mary today, and I don't have a menu, but definitely I think there's going to be some pork. There's going to be some homemade Spanish rice, some homemade beans, tortillas, um, some other things. Just you, you got to come and find out if you like Mexican food, if you like authentic Mexican mm -hmm. food, if you like it nice and hot. Do you do the spicy? Uh, we can do. Uh, I I, I kind of go middle of the road. Middle of the road. So I go spicy, but not too hot. Well, what you call spicy when I call spicy. We have we have a lot of jalapenos, and and Mary is a big fan of jalapenos. <laughs> Mary, and you so are too. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I love spicy. Yeah. Uh oh, good. Mm -hmm. Mary can make a jalapeno sandwich, and that's all that's in <laughs> there, and mm -hmm. and she'll be happy. I just eat plain jalapenos. Yeah. And then so after we all eat, then we'll have adoration at seven. That's correct. Adoration at seven. So when is the talk on the shroud? The talk of the sh uh, on the shroud is actually during dinner. During so that'll dinner. Mm -hmm. So that'll start at 6.30. So we're going to give a few minutes uh, uh, for people to sit down and get settled in. Uh, right at when Mass gets out at 6.15, we'll have the uh, buffet line up, and, and people will be able to uh, serve themselves and, and find a seat in the multi-purpose room or our dining room, whatnot. Mm -hmm. So it'll go right at uh, 6.30 and go till about 6.55. People will be able to, cl you know, uh, clear their plates and, and find a spot in the sanctuary. Now, how about music? Any music this night? Oh, yes. Uh, you mm -hmm. want to talk about the music? So I just got the, the song list today, and um, we've got some great kind of Lenten songs, just kind of those imploring, pleading songs, and Here's My Heart, just a lot of contemporary worship for the most part, right? When I, I'm just glancing at the sheet, it's mostly contemporary praise and worship. A but lot of contemporary. Solemn yeah. and... Um, but just really beautiful and moving. And what else was on that list? Uh, there's there's things that uh, like um, you know I love Stabat Mater. You mm -hmm. know, I do and too. that's a that's a traditional hymn. That. Mm -hmm. And I changed the melody a little bit. I guess I didn't even know it, but Mary brought that to my attention. <laughs> that I started singing it, and I don't have a, a a trained musical background, so I just started singing it. It's it's almost you almost can't tell it's different, but we do Stabat Mater and mm -hmm. and um, were you there? Uh, Lent is is got to be one of my favorite times it is my favorite time of the year uh because the music is so personal right i mean who put jesus on the cross i did you know why did he go on the cross why did he die because of me you know and so, so these songs that we sing during lent especially during holy week to get us there are so personal and and they make you reflect on the whole mystery of our faith 
Like we have a crucifix in every church. And do we understand the meaning of that? Mm-hmm. Like that crucifix would not exist without m- me sinning. He had to do that, you know, for me, for you, for all of us. And so if I was the only one in the entire universe, there'd still be a crucifix in that church. And so when I sing those songs, when I'm able to to um, meditate on those songs, if somebody else is singing those songs, it's a love song. Mm-hmm. That's a love song from God to me. And it must be music to God's ear, you know, to hear us saying that. You know what I mean? Just to let him know that we, we appreciate him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he just... Sometimes he pro- we probably don't tell him we love him enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think that yeah, yeah, he w- just as uh, it's music to my ears when I hear Madeline say, I love you, Dad. You know, yeah. it's just mm-hmm. like um, you, you would imagine how, how much uh, God appreciates hearing that from us. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? At th- this time went by so fast. Yeah. It went by very fast. I want to thank our guest. Who wants to do the rundown for uh, before we sign off? Who wants to do that outline of the Saturday night event? Well, I will. Uh, Saturday night, this Saturday night, March 23rd, um, at St. Anne's Catholic Parish in Pleasant Prairie, uh, is our Behold Family Night of Prayer. It begins with uh, 515 Holy Mass, followed by a uh, Mexican supper and a talk on the Shroud of Turin and 7 p.m. starts Eucharistic Adoration uh, Exposition, Benediction and the uh, uh, Sacrament of Reconciliation. So everyone's invited it's free. One thing, free child care. Free child care and I want to thank our guest today Richard Sosa, the Director of Music and Youth Ministry Mary Maury, the Director of Religious Education. Madeline Sosa Richard's daughter and a student at the University of Wisconsin and Karina Barr, whose mom is going to be uh, speaking on the Shroud of Turin. So, God willing, I hope to see everybody there at St. Anne Parish in Pleasant Prairie. And that's all the time we have left. And thank you for joining us at WSFI Spotlight.